Yeah. But that's the cold open. Just a fidget spinner. Oh, hi, guys. I think we've already done that. I think Carlos did that once. Of course he did. Or, or he did with Eddie. I can't remember. But there was definitely a fidget spinner cold open. Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 131. Yeah. Work, work, work. What? The usual three here. I'm just ignoring that. Brittany. What's up? I've had a lot of coffee today. Rob. I've had no coffee today. Rob is in person. I am a real person. If the audio quality is worse, then sorry. (laughs) Uh, We're back. No break after the 1.30. What is? We're back. It's a cartoon. We're back. We're back. We're back. W-E apostrophe R-E. Yeah. It's with the dinosaurs. No, it's a really great movie. (laughs) Moving on. It's an animated movie. Okay, check that out in the link dump, I guess. It's Um, a great movie. Before I fucking forget, we're going to be playing chess. (laughs) We are. Can actually maybe finish a game. Yeah, now that Rob is here in person, there's no reason to forget. Mm. Eddie texted me earlier today and was like, you fucking forgot to play chess. (laughs) I was like, I was so mad about it. He thought it was funny. I was um, waiting. I thought I was waiting for you to move without you thinking really hard on that first move. Like, fucked over the pawn to win the knight. Which pawn do I move? <laughs> oh my god. So many options. Paralyzed by options. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're back. We talked about the Oscars last Oh yeah, we did. The week. Uh, Brittany and I, we saw I, Tanya. Did you want to talk about that now or do you want to wait until next week? I mean, has Eddie seen it? I don't know. Tyler said he was probably going to. Tyler said he was going to try to see it, but I yeah. never followed up. Okay, that's fine. We can push it back until next week, because there's a bigger chance that they've seen it yeah. than Rob over here. Who... I might see it, too. I mean, okay. it's another it, week. You would like it. It's Ooh. funny. Mm, all right, maybe. And Mar- Margot Robbie's in it, so, yeah. you know, always a plus. <laughs> She's crazy in it, which is good. She well, does such a good job. I'm She's sad that it came out in 2017, because I want to have it in the next award show. I mean, there's a lot of movies to come out this year. <sighs> Yeah, I know, like, Solo. <laughs> the Star Wars I it was great. <laughs> um, what else did we do this week? Work every day. Mm-hmm. I don't think I did anything. Um, yeah, because on your day off, we just saw I, Tanya, and then mm-hmm. every day off, or every other day, it was just work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing The Killers tonight. Oh, yeah, we are. With Chris Jackson. He just texted right. us out of the blue and was like, Hey, I have two extra tickets for the killers. Do you want to go? The killers. The killers. The okay, killers. the killers. I'm like, who's the who's killers? No, the killers. Are they? They're from Vegas, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I've always had that idea in my head. I just want to make sure. Yeah, Samstown was the name of the album because they're from here. Which album? Samstown. The album's name is Samstown. Which album? The one that's not out of us. <laughs> they have six albums. I looked at. No, that. the album Samstown missed because yeah, is that one the directly after Hot Fuss or is there? I don't album? think so. I think so. I think it, no. There's there's the one like Western themed one. And then I think it's Samstown. Are you sure Samstown isn't the Western theme one? Is Samstown the one that has bones on it? Maybe. It's a good song. It's been a while since I actually looked okay. at the catalog. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're going to that. Uh, mm-hmm. I listened to like the top ten songs on Spotify to prepare for it. Have you ever listened to The Killers before? I mean, the singles. Like Mr. Brightside? Mr. Brightside, When You Were Young, uh, Somebody, somebody told, me. told Me. And the, the, the Killers one who did uh, Human? Are we human? Yeah, that's not that. Or are we dancing? Yeah, that's not yeah, that. That's the killers. That's okay, the killers. That's, it's a weird was, progression of their mu- musical kind mm-hmm. of theme. I was listening to some songs on the newer album, and that actually doesn't sound too far off from like Hot Fuss era killers. I thought it kind of does like 
wave. Right, yeah. It was interesting to see that over 10 years have passed and they still can make songs that sound like the original album. It's cool. Like, they're not straying away totally. But they also have the opposite of, like, the Maroon 5 and the Coldplay thing. Where they're like, we have to stray so far to keep being That's evolution. It's like, no, you can evolve but still be similar. You don't have to just completely disregard your past. Have a cohesive discography. Which is, I think, definitely what the Killers have. Yeah. Which is cool and sure, of course, Mr. Brightside is going to be the best song of the night, but I'm still mm-hmm. genuinely interested to see like your live performance and how the other songs play out live. Where are they at? MGM? MGM right oh. now. Oh, yeah, cool. I don't know. Never been there. Never. I went there once. How old were you? Uh, it was to see George Strait, so I don't know. No, let's... My dad okay. made us All go right. to every George Strait concert. They were fun. He bought me a cowboy hat. Hey. Win. Giddy up. It was really cute. I'm sure it was great. My dad isn't like the most emotional or nice person. <laughs> Love him to death. Now that he's retired, he's really happy. Uh, but I had never seen him as happy as he was at George Strait concerts. Like when he was like leaving, my dad would like lean over the bleachers and like try to like say hi to him. It was real cute. So you have fond memories of George Strait because of that. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, oh, my dad's a nice person. He has a feeling. I can see yeah. that. He's not a total robot. Exactly. Yeah. Bingo, bingo. So, um, like, it's on the same level as his retirement, George Strait retirement. Mm-hmm. Same level of joy. Another thing happening between this episode and next is Super Bowl. I work. I know. Rob, do you care? That the Patriots are going to win? No, I don't care. <laughs> Do you, Again? Think, you think they're gonna win? Oh yeah, yeah, I think I, so too. It's a dynasty. <laughs> they're like, I think that if they're not a dynasty, they're gonna be a dynasty. They're just, they're. I think they're too good consistently <laughs> to not win. Too good at cheaters. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. They did cheat. I mean, that aside, they still had to get to the Super Bowl. The fact that they cheated, I think, is. It just a shows thing. that they're shitty. Mm-hmm. They're they, shitty people. Yeah. yeah, they're shitty people. And they don't care. They don't respect the game. Exactly. They're sure. like, whatever, we can do this. We'll probably not get away with it, so let's just do it. And the yeah. refs are on their side. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that since they're going to be at Minnesota, that the refs are going to be... Oh, I hope so. Well, don't that's get, Viking. Actually, I think they get specific referees for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, yeah. not from anywhere specifically, just these <laughs> people are designated to be on the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure refs for the NFL travel... So they go to different games regardless of where they are actually physically located. And so I think that the refs for Super Bowl are like a, a picking of different refs from different areas. And they all go there. Right. I think it's just the most like seniority or the, Probably. the skilled best at it. Most impartial, hopefully. <laughs> it's not just saying it's in true impartiality. I just want it to be a good game. What I'm worried about mm-hmm. is it's going to be... A shit game? Like... A blowout. Like, Patriots get two or three touchdowns, and Eagles get maybe one. Mm-hmm. That's the entire game. Like, okay, sure, the Patriots won. I don't care. It's just, that's a boring fucking game. You, you don't want to blow out. You want something that's, like, like edge of your seat, like, okay, what's going right. to happen next? Like, fourth quarter, it's tied up, yeah. and you don't know which way it's going to go. Like that's Or what... the Falcons blowing exactly. a 28-3 to lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Stuff like that, it's second half, not fourth quarter. Whatever. It's still the most disappointing Super Bowl I've ever watched. That is, yeah, that was uh... rigged. <laughs> I just want, I just want to enjoy it because I don't like when Super Bowls or like when Broncos and Seahawks played and yeah. they just got their shit pushed in. It's like, how did you make it to the Super Bowl and then do this? It's just frustrating. Like these are these should be the two best teams in the league. Yeah. I want to see a good game of football. Choke. 
That's it. Just good game of football. Give me. Give me that. Give me. Give me. God. Speaking of Super Bowl, Justin Timberlake's first time back since the incident back with Janet Jackson. Yeah. Is Call. he performing at halftime? Yeah. You're up. You're working. I wonder whose boob's gonna be out. Exactly. Yes. Have you been playing a lot of PUBG, or are you... This last uh, week or so, I've been offline most of the time, yeah. just because of uh, school obligations. Um, did a couple good games in. Did win a, a three-man squad the other night with two people with challenges. Um, but <laughs> it was fun. That's a really nice way of putting it. Sure it is. Uh, it's more so Jack. I was informed one. that they have tiny wieners. That's, That's what the that, stream said. That is what, uh, that was what they, were, they were saying, so... Uh, Repeatedly. Why repeatedly. did I miss this stream? Because you're sleeping. That's you're... when I shut it off. Whenever the other guy that got... wasn't Jack was singing I've Got a Tiny Wiener over and over again, I closed <laughs> out of your stream. She missed out on some gold. Mm. I, don't know. I, I think I was okay. I got, we both got shot. Gold dipped in shit is still <laughs> dipped in shit. <laughs> yeah, you can wash the shit off, though. But, uh, so, there's that. Yeah, so PUBG. I'm going to try to stream some new games in the next couple weeks, depending on my schedule, but... Mainly been PUBG and, and Overwatch. I don't think I opened PUBG once this week. Really? I think we may have played a game or two on your days off. I Maybe don't know if we did. Yeah, I don't know if I played it once this week, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like, again, I don't hate the game. I'm just, I'm taking a break. Too much of it. Too much of a good thing ruins it. Yeah. Just, eh, good things. I don't see enough innovation. Like, cool, they made a map and stuff. But like I was telling Brittany a while ago, earlier this week, the core gameplay just hasn't changed and I don't feel like there's enough improvement there's just too much bullshit that happens every game that it kind of sucks the fun out of you yeah well I think that's the, the big negative with third, this is why I've always not always but why I've, I like still playing first the game is first person third person I think is, is still heavily detrimented to the hacking is, issues not even the hacking just the core game like oh the server side oh, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that yeah. yeah like they'll add a new map and the map they're adding it. more buildings <laughs> to the map but they still aren't fixing the basic gameplay that still pretty bad yeah the yeah. game has been almost out on steam for a year at this point true but and it's like when you land items still don't show up immediately right stuff like that where it's just core gameplay stuff that should have been mm -hmm. fixed almost immediately and that actually is a newer issue i, I noticed the issue a while back when <laughs> i was playing on uh, my older machine yeah that was a constant issue but now that I have a newer, faster, newer machine with better graphics card, I still see that same issue popping oh, up. Sorry, God. no, I'm no. I'm saying it's like fucking shitty. Peasant. No, I'm just saying I don't think it's related what? to game performance. I think it's legitimately there. Like yeah. you're saying, it's just a very bad implementation. I, I think also part of it's due to the switching from AWS to Microsoft Azure. That was a big, I think, misstep. When did they do that? Uh, I think right before launch. I, no, no, no. About a month or two before they announced partnering with uh, Microsoft to release the game uh, on the Xbox, which I think kind of. They were, facilitated they that. I don't think it was their choice. When, once they partnered with Microsoft, they were like, get off AWS, you're going on Azure. Well, I think, yeah, also because the game's going to be on the Xbox, I think they had to use Azure, and it made more sense to have everything on one platform. Yeah, as opposed to, well, Azure is fucking down, so everyone on Xbox is screwed. Now it's yeah. like, well, now everyone can be screwed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an equal opportunity. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Equal but opportunity, but fucking. That's right. We don't have to stray too much on PUBG. I feel like that's all. We that's talk all about. we talk about. But that's all we really play together, so. Well. So passionate. Humble Bundle. It was good last month. <laughs> and I, I've i gotten three or four of them, I think, at this point. And it, the early unlocks were Civ Six with two DLC. And then I think a week or two after that, they're like, oh, by the way, you'll also get Owlboy immediately, too. So, like, that's a pretty good deal. So, I think two hours before the deal was over, I got it. 
because I just caved in. So I played Owlboy for like three hours in the past day, and I played Civ Six for about an hour. I'll talk about that first because I don't really like it that much. Civ, like Civ as a franchise, I prefer other RTSs like Warcraft or there's another one, Rise of Nations. Uh, I don't think it was that popular, but I like that one. It it's a lot like Age of Empires. Oh, okay. It just I like that style of gameplay better, whereas Civ Six I don't like the tile system. Isn't like hexagonal shaped tiles too? Yeah. And is it's it like just... Settlers of Catan? Yes. I mean... Like, is the gameplay like no. that? No. Okay. The map is like that, so yes, it looks like that, but everything else is different. Don't care now. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I feel like so much happens, and the computers are always better than me, because I've played... <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I played... Make that your, your Instagram bio. What? Make that your Instagram bio. I played 15 hours of Civ 4, so it's not like I'm brand new to the franchise. Right. And I put an hour in this, and I was just like, nothing's happening. It's been an hour in one game, and I've seen, I've only seen Barbarians. I've only fought Barbarians. Like, what the fuck is happening? Is Civ 6, that's the one where you go across timelines? Is a time period, like you're in like the Bronze Age, Iron Age, or is it all just that's like... every Civ. Okay, I've never played Civ at all. You've never played I, Civ? I've seen screens of that. I've seen the, the jokes about uh, Gandhi... Having yeah. issues and becoming right. nuclear a terrorist. Yeah, but, well, I mean he is terrorist. Um, yeah, that's kind of every RTS. It's just with Civ, as far as I can tell, no way to force a change in eras. It's just based on how you choose an upgrade path. Whereas with Age of Empires and like Rise of Nations, it's very clear how to move on to like the Bronze Age and the Industrial Age and stuff like that. And this one seems kind of streamlined to the point of not having a choice. And it's like, well, I have to do this stuff if I want to be good. This is your path. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really like it that much. I'm sure I'll keep playing it because it's easy to start playing it and just have another video up. Like I was watching the Funhouse podcast because I haven't done that in a while. Quality. Um, yeah, Owlboy, though. Mm. Yeah. Mm, that's a good game. <laughs> Mike, Tell me about it. The easiest way to describe it is a Metroidvania-style game. Metroid? I know what Metroid is. You like saying that, but no one knows what you mean when you say that. <laughs> it's a game... Like, it's linear paths, and there's just, like, tunnels and stuff that you follow, and just one way to go, and you might backtrack and stuff as other paths open, or as you get different abilities to open these other paths. Uh, recent games like that are Hollow Knight, Hyperlight Drifter, Axiom Verge. Yeah, I know. I'll just have to show you. <laughs> um, I know Elise from Funhouse loved it. It was her game in 2016. Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh. She, that's, like, all she was talking about when it came out, and people were everyone on Funhouse is like making fun of her for it <laughs> how dare you have a unique different opinion <laughs> yeah. than us mm-hmm. it's a good how game how dare you not like GTA yeah. I'll have oh to gosh. look more into it when I link but I know the art style was very detrimental to the development process it took it added on years before it could be released and I know they were talking about it for I don't know I, I don't want to throw out a year and be totally wrong but I think since like 2012 they were talking about the game that sounds probably right yeah because it's indie game mm-hmm. but it's it's pretty like, it's 16-bit, but every scene and every, like, art piece and every structure is hand-drawn and colored in and everything like that. And the music is good. Well, not hand-drawn, but, but like, digitally created. Right. They they made it specifically. Like, it's not just a bunch of assets or something they grabbed from an engine. It's, right. It's, these people made this column, and they made this barrel, and they made Owlboy. Yeah, like, so from... It's similar to like how Cuphead was created. Yes. Like there was a, a a significant attention to detail for all the assets they created, right. and it looks like 
there's not a, aside from like the common enemies like there's a lot of replication of scenes it's very much every level is designed and created specifically for that oh yeah inter, inter uh, interaction i think i've not played it but uh, i'm compelled to get it now i'm i wish i'd gotten that bundle because that would have been fantastic but it looks like a lot of fun it looks really challenging um, and it still has like that kind of boss rushy kind of like feel to it for when you mm-hmm. are facing the bosses. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like the old school 16 bit era. Of right. Those. Yeah. It's like you fight the boss, you probably get your shit kicked <laughs> one or two times. And you're like, uh, okay, I know how to do this. I, I, I witnessed that earlier. Yeah. The one that thing I happen. saw you doing kind of looked like Mega Man. Yeah. It, that's, that's, that's what he said. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Out. Yeah. The art style is very. No, he said that when he was watching me. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It, the art style reminded me a lot of Mega Man because it has a mm-hmm. very similar kind of. Uh, progression levels and also the way the characters kind of move yeah. that's probably due to the way they designed the engine to mimic that old school kind of right. look it's like the checkpoints are right outside the boss and there's mm-hmm. health and stuff so you know you're going into a boss fight and then as soon as you lose and die it's like right back right back into it and you can skip cutscenes which is nice oh really yeah you that's just nice. hit start and it's like skip cutscene yes I like that I like it said to start menu because I sometimes will hit the cutscene skip menu button or whatever the button is and then be like oh but I didn't mean to do that I wanted to watch that yeah no you have to actively skip it that's cool. Um, and you get like friends and stuff because you as a owl, you don't really fight. All you can do is like spin attack, and it just stuns people. But the different people you get have different abilities, and so that's just kind of like your unlock upgrade system. And the humor is good, or the writing, and the story is different. Like you start out, and it seems kind of cliche, like you're training with a mentor, an owl, and he's great, and you're gonna follow in his footsteps, and you're gonna be this great hero. And shortly after, you realize, oh no, you're kind of a fuck up, and your mentor hates you. Like he just belittles you and tells you how stupid you are over and over again. Is he a snow owl? Uh, I don't know, maybe. Are there different kinds of owls? Uh, I mean, they look different. I, they haven't specifically said what type of owl they are. Hmm. Are they superb owls? No, it's on Sunday. <laughs> Got him. So it was nice to have. I didn't a, move it. Hey, did you move that pawn right there? And then I. No, I, I moved that one and then you move that one there yeah, I, yeah, I didn't move it because I was waiting for you to do something there <laughs> I'll do this here, I'll do this yes. for you yeah, thank you. Go. <laughs> yeah it's nice I want to beat it I'm only three hours in but I've seen people beating it eight to ten hours so I'll probably beat it by next week that's cool it's apparently speedrunners for that game too and that's yeah. in the same given the, the boss fight I watched like oh that I don't think the boss fight is hard it's just my first time doing it, I was like, I don't fucking I imagine if I don't know. But still, like, memorizing all those little things to speed run that seems crazy versus, like, other games where it's just, like, there aren't bosses and you can just run through them. Like, uh, like, Ocarina of Hogwarts has not a good example. But, you know, the games that aren't, like, you're locked into that, you can somehow avoid that boss. Right, you can glitch out of it or something right, like right. that. Right, there's... Doesn't seem like No, no, no. Like, you enter a boss room, it's, like, door shut on either side. You can't get past it. You have to beat him. You're locked in here with me. Yeah, basically. Um, so it's good. I'll try and beat it before next week. Probably going to rate it pretty high. I like it so far. Nice. I just want to talk about that. Because okay. we are a video game podcast in the end. I think he likes the game, guys. Yeah. Surprisingly, I play games that I like. I try <laughs> oh. to. Huh. You still like PUBG, though. That's confusing. Speaking of video games, oh. The Forest is set to have a version 1.0 release date in when? April. It's set to have the date in April, or they're going to announce the date in April? It, like the set date is okay. in April. What day? Is it April first? Don't remember which day. No, it's not April first. I saw a lot of people commenting on the like release about it, saying, "I feel like that's too soon. You haven't fixed this stuff, and 
I was like, I feel like it's one of the more polished early access games I've seen. It has been in early access since 2014? Yeah. 2013? Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's paid its dues. Like, yeah. I think if they say it's going to be ready by mm-hmm. April, I trust those developers to say it'll be ready. And you don't know what build you're on. You may be like two or three builds behind the dev build. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah. I feel like it might be like a... I feel like at this point it's just like aesthetic things they're adding and mm-hmm. like the basic gameplay is done. Well, yeah. to be fair, we haven't played it recently, yeah. so maybe there are but more The last bugs. time we played is like the last thing they added was achievement. Like, right. it's not necessary. Quality of life. But I'll be playing it on April. Yeah. What? I'll be playing it on it. In April? Yeah, once it's released. Yeah, I'm excited. I saw that. I thought that was really cool. I don't think I played it since I played with you guys last time. Yeah, exactly. It's been a while. Well, we'll all be playing again in April together. We're just, yeah, I read it. Steam. Oh, okay. And their patch notes. Hmm. Yeah, I just want to bring that up. I thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It's good, it's it's good, good to see games act well. They've kind of a, not yeah. as abused it, but five years if it's really been that long is a long. But they've time been actively it. updating yeah. it, and like Minecraft. People involved. Oh yeah. In okay. Like, yeah, like we've mentioned before, when you launch the game, it has countdowns to the next patch. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And when that when that time passes, boom, the patch is out and they mm-hmm. update. Okay, so they live there. So yeah, more yeah. Minecraft, less. Everybody else that kind of just shits yeah. over the just console. puts it console. in early access and just leaves it. Milks yeah. it, milks it, yeah. So yeah, Vigi games, Vigi games, and and segment, and segment. Is it my turn? It is. It's my now turn. your turn. I took okay. a pawn. You tried to take my yeah. pawn with. Oh okay. See what's going on here. That's rude. Billboards. Yes. Billboards. We Have we officially like had a discussion about it? I feel no. like we've talked about it. It's been mentioned, I think, a couple times. But we we talked okay. about it on. So the long-awaited discussion. <laughs> People are clamoring for it. No. The comments are out of control. I saw it on a bookmark. Anyone? <laughs> no. Yes, yeah, the okay. girlfriend. Penelope. I, I don't remember her name. Her I'm name sorry. is Penelope. I'm sorry. The, <laughs> didn't mean to offend you. The ex's new teenage girlfriend. Oh, that's and right. And she's like, begets. Yeah. <laughs> she I wrote saw begets? it on a bookmark. And then she goes looking at the diatribe about something. Because <laughs> she is the best character. She is a great character. She's just very innocent. Yeah. She just doesn't understand any situation she's in. She's like, I feel like I should leave. Should I leave? I really, I think I should leave. I mean. At least she's that aware. She knows maybe this yeah. is not where I should be. Yeah. We're talking about a character in billboards, just in case anybody didn't follow along there. Penelope. Penelope. So, Rob. <laughs> Yo. What did you think of the movie? I'm not one to watch dramas generally. I'll, if I put them on, I'll kind of sit through and be like, oh, this is kind of good. You guys kind of talked about it. I'm like, I'll check it out. It seems like it's a decent movie. Holy crap, it's a great movie. Like, there's a lot of things going on in the movie. Like, a lot of little threads here and there you kind of got to follow. Not super deep, but just be aware of things. Uh, and it's just really good. It paints a really interesting picture of all the characters and all like the, the shit they've been through. And how that influences everybody else's interactions. And the acting is fantastic. The story is fantastic. The resolution, Fantastic. But I mean, well, That's not like, like a hard one, but like yeah. it's they ended it well. Yes, exactly. And so I just really enjoy the the characters and all of their struggles. And I don't know, I just, I, I don't want to get too deep into it because I don't want to spoil from it. But no, no, no. I mean, just I feel like there's been enough weight and yeah, we've hold off on spoilers so much at this spoiler point. talk about yeah. hashtag spoilers. Words. Yeah, um, I don't know. Just the the thing that got me like both emotionally and like what really drew me into the movie. There was the scene with. Um, Oh my gosh! Woody uh, Harrelson. Yeah, uh, Chief Willoughby. Um, Which one? About the, the 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 major scene that where he you know yeah um, he takes his own life. That whole 
interaction and then a previous one involving him and Francis McDermott's character I can't remember her name off my head where basically like they're they're basically arguing about what happened to his daughter her daughter yeah when, when she he, was like in the interrogation yeah, room yeah, yeah. and then like they're He's, arguing and then, and then he like coughs up blood right. on her and they just stop and remember oh yeah we're friends yeah not even that we're friends that like we're both human we're yeah. both fallible we're both yeah. like mm-hmm. we're being angry about something mm-hmm. neither of us have did. control over or yeah exactly it's just like so that, that that was the gravity of that situation was like okay mm-hmm. this this is something this yeah. is a good good yeah. movie and then later on when he kills himself the gravity of like everything that happens right before that and then following into the rest of the movie mm-hmm. I don't know like really like really solidified as me like this is a great movie and I really like I really like his letter mm-hmm. to which, which person he the, the Francis McDormand yeah no that Mildred. was Mildred Mildred, Mildred Hayes he Mildred. just mentioned is like everyone's gonna think it's because you're your billboards and I'm sorry about that but that's life mm-hmm. and it's just he's a very good character and mm-hmm. his relationship with Mildred I think is very complex mm-hmm. yes. and she wanted to hate him because she yeah. wanted to hate somebody for what happened yeah. but she knew like it's not his I fault I think the, in the beginning of the movie they're like why would you put Chief Willoughby's name up there you know he has cancer like and she's like yeah I like him but he's the face of it so gotta put his name up there yeah no. and, and she's yeah she's not like wrong. I need to get this message across She's like, it's going to cause the most publicity. That's right. what she wanted. No one's going to care if she puts up a random deputy. Yeah, or Sam Rockwell's character. Yeah, because like, no one cares because yeah. they hate him. But Chief Willoughby, he's already got a lot of eyes on him because mm-hmm. of his situation. So yeah, it's like, and he's respected. Like, no. everyone's going to be freaking out that she's calling him out. I saw someone describe this movie as, like, what happens between two movies. The first, the pre-act, I guess, is her daughter and her murder and her rape and like mm. that could be a story all on its own and then yeah. what happens after is Mildred and whatever Sam Rockwell's character's name is Duh. Dust started with a D I think. it did start with a D we'll just anyway. anyway but like the next movie would have been like what they were going to do and what they were getting up to together so this is like what happened in between two major stories because mm-hmm. a lot of nothing really happens mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of nothing happened, but also a lot did happen. Yeah. It's a very small town-esque story. Dixon. Jason Dixon. Yeah, Dixon. Yeah. Like, it was just a bunch of drama that kind of spiraled out of control and kind of mm-hmm. swept this whole town underneath it and really fucked up some lives. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the agent, redhead dude, that Dixon oh. fucking oh, almost killed. Yeah. yeah. Like, so shit like that. Like, he was probably the most innocent person in all of it. Mm-hmm. And just He was just... He was just doing his job. He just, Literally. He mm-hmm. had the wrong job, and mm-hmm. he almost got fucking killed over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God. That scene was incredible. It was just like one shot mm-hmm. the entire time, too. Yeah, one crazy action From across shot. the street, up the stairs, out the window. Yeah. I think it's funny that Clayton just said, like, oh, I love that funny interaction between the billboard guy, Dixon. And you're like, that wasn't funny. And I'm like, no, it was beginning. Like, the, the cop yells the black dude as he's doing the billboard. And like, oh... And then when I saw the scene with uh, the mm-hmm. the guy the guy that runs the billboard shop, I'm like, now I get it. Yeah, yeah. that was not funny. Yeah, <laughs> not funny. Because you just said the billboard guy. Yeah. I was like, mm, we have different senses <laughs> of humor completely. Then. And one thing that I talked to you about, Brittany, is what time did this movie happen in? 
like that time period. Yeah, present like probably, probably present day. But it was just weird because that's they, the South. Yeah, I know. But it's just there's no cell phones or anything. There was one cell phone, Mildred's, and it was a shitty old flip phone. Yeah, that's but it, the South. That's, it, I, it just made me think it was like 10, 15 years in the past or something. Mm-hmm. No, because I mean, how do you how do you I know? That's I feel like that was the point of that. Like I'm not trying, trying to, to say... make you see like they're very disconnected and kind of backwards because the major topic of Dixon didn't really get in trouble for torturing a black guy. Right. Yeah. I'm not trying to say that, oh, yeah. this happened 50 years ago. Just, yeah. I don't know if it happened like, like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it happened. It's never explicitly said anywhere, but I'm pretty sure it's present day. No. Still my movie of last year. Nothing changed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Sorry. I, just, I was like, I was thinking of my move and I'm like, and I looked at Cody and I'm like, you were yeah. really winding up. Um, yeah. Such a good movie. I can't. I, I don't know. I'm not a big drama, like slow burn kind of movies, but that was, I think, a very, a very good, very good pacing too. Like it was very Coen Brothers esque. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Like uh, there was not a dull moment, but sometimes there wasn't anything happening. But then it was also just leads directly into, like something that influenced. I that think even when something wasn't happening, it was just giving you more information about the characters, which just mm-hmm. helped out the story yeah. and helped you just care overall. These Which, were some of the most developed characters I've yes. ever seen. Were you okay with Peter Dinklage, or did you feel oh. his character was unnecessary? No, I think his character fit into the situation perfectly. He, they, they didn't overuse him. I that. think he served to show that Mildred isn't... She's not a bitch. She's she's not a bitch, but she's not the perfect protagonist. Right. Like She's human. Yeah. So even though he didn't do anything to serve the story... I mean, he did. He, he did. I mean, I think anything major, except like cover up for her he specifically for didn't. up the police station that's kind of major though yeah I'm, you know what i mean though like she he wasn't a major player but mm-hmm. he was integral to mildred's character development right and i love peter dinklage so it's just interesting to see him in a role like this anything else about three about one i feel like we still don't really talk about much about it yeah what'd you just know mirror check i think the humor in it's great mm-hmm. Yeah, the the very it fit the film well because it was not overly like up like high com like happy comedy it was very like black comedy yeah very much so but it didn't it didn't get too dark either so it's very much it wasn't too nice dark balance yeah yeah I think they tried to not talk about what happened to the daughter too much because I feel like that would have made it too dark or mm-hmm. really go into detail about what happened. It's mm-hmm. just, they kind of mention it once or twice and towards the end they mention it a little bit more when you think, again, spoilers, you're going to find the person that did it, which I don't really care about that storyline. I thought that was too... I think they didn't want it to be the main focus. They didn't want it to be a mystery. Yeah. This That event just sparked other things mm-hmm. and other It just brought other things to life in yeah. the uh-huh. town. That wasn't the main focus. Again, brought more depth to the characters. It's the story between stories. Mm-hmm. Would you have preferred if that was the guy and that's... No. I thought that would have been way too, like... A movie. Way too movie, way too convenient. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it just served to develop Jason Dixon's character. Like, he wants to be a good guy. Yeah, he's, he's not an absolute terrible person. Mm-hmm. I think he was just trying to prove that to himself as well as anyone else yeah so uh, i thought I, I, overall like i would like a solid 9.5 out of 10 like why not a perfect movie i don't know because i feel like <laughs> the deer uh, oh that was terrible the, the deer. deer cgi scene. deer that was cgi yeah i was not what the that, fuck? i was not well 
You weren't paying attention during that scene. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, it's fucking, she's talking to a fucking deer. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, no, that was Doritos, stupid. She offered it Doritos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is fucking. It was their CGI and product placement scene. Yeah. And yeah. It was pretty unnecessary. The product placement paid for the CGI in that scene. Wait, what product? Do you, do you really, she yeah. offered him Doritos. Yeah. It's like, you want some of these Doritos? What? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. And what was more frustrating is some people in the Reddit discussion was like, I thought that scene was beautiful. I was like, no. It was beautifully acted. Because Frances McDormand is great. Her being a good actor doesn't make that scene good. Correct. You would give it nine and a half out of ten billboards. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't think better than that. I was like, yeah. that's the easiest rating system. Nine and a half. Nine and no. Nine. Broken windows. No. Burn nine, Dixons. Nine guys no. and a midget thrown out of window. Midgets holding ladders. <laughs> Okay, that that I get done with that. That was also okay. That's the problem with the two is that like also illustrates Dinklage's character. Like he's just like a very wholesome kind of guy. He's just trying to do the right thing and be yeah. be supportive. Yeah. yeah, for this fucking crazy woman, both literally and figuratively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you rate it? Probably nine, because I think it gave it a nine as well. But I still like it a little bit more than this movie. Mm-hmm. I just think there's, I think it is a movie that I can rewatch more often. Yeah. Whereas this, I'm kind of okay with only seeing it once because I want to just like preserve that just initial feeling, initial thought about the movie that, wow, this is really good. And I don't know if I'd really gain much by seeing it a second time because I think the story is still going to be the story. Sure, maybe I'll notice some like foreshadowing, but mm-hmm. I'm okay without that. Your rating? Oh, it's 10 out of 10 for me. Mm-hmm. It's right up there with the same class of movies that all my top favorite movies of all time. Dark comedy. Dark comedies, yeah. So, really, is every movie? I mean, Oh Brother, Where Art, that was my favorite movie. I like Burn After Reading. That was good. Wait. That was Brad Pitt, right? Burn After Reading? It was Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Francis McDormand, uh, John Malkovich. It's a great movie. I, like I should watch it. I have it on DVD if you want to borrow it. No. <laughs> no. Fuck off. <laughs> I'll think about it. Right. And then Reservoir Dogs. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really Thank good one. That's, I like those dark comedies. That's Tarantino being Tarantino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> golden age Tarantino. Golden age. Every age is the golden age. I wrote a paper on Reservoir Dogs. That would be good. What'd you get? 100%. Good job. No, I got a 98% because I didn't use page numbers. Also because it was... I was so <laughs> salty. It was and Tyler PE made fun of me well, for like so. a month. Yeah, the gym teacher was like, I can't fucking read this. <laughs> I can't even read. What are you doing? I'm a gym teacher. Was... Give me a break. <laughs> Speaking of gym teachers. I was what? thinking. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. This, 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 this transition works. Okay. At the dog park yesterday with the dog. And it's Continue. near, it's near like a, I think a middle school or elementary school. And so I was there and there's this guy walking around putting up little cones everywhere. And I was like, what the fuck? What's this guy doing? Because we have a clipboard. He's walking on little, little cones. And so I'm there for like an hour and a half with the dogs on the ball. And all these kids show up. And I'm like, the fudge? And I realized, oh, this is a PE class. This is like a group of like kids for a PE class. And I was wondering. I'm like, they're doing push-ups and cherry pickers. All these like, like exercisers. Exercisers. Exercises. And you I'm work like, out a lot, huh? I sure do. <laughs> it does. Hand in my mouth when I'm eating. Uh, and I was thinking, like, you know what? Never, I've never had a t- gym teacher do when I was a kid. They never did the exercise. Well, other things, but they never had. They never did their own exercises. Doing they push-ups. They watch you do it, and then just like. But they uh-huh. don't. The other thing is they don't critique your form. Like I'm watching yeah. all these kids. They're like the weakest push-ups ever. 
when he used to do stretches in my PE class when I was in high school, we did this one, and like you got to stretch your arm, arm up. I'm literally just chest. sitting like this, mm-hmm. and like they're fine with that. I think it's because a lot of gym teachers they know which students are going to try and which students just aren't, mm-hmm. and that's just how it is. And my seventh grade mm-hmm. gym teachers, because at my middle school, there was a gym teacher for the seventh grade, a gym teacher for the eighth grade, and they had they always had one class each at the same time so you would interact with both gym teachers Mm -hmm. um they were very much about fitness and being active and Mm -hmm. like they would do the activities with you and show you like this is how you do it and they would call out people like hey your back isn't straight on your push-up you're not going all the way yeah Yeah, yeah. and the seventh grade gym teacher he was like an old dude probably like in his 50s and stuff like it was cool i like them i was the seventh grade gym teacher's aide for eighth grade that's the best class to be an aide in I don't care. I was a student aid in choir, so. Yeah, all I did was lay out. I got to teach. Like the equipment and fold clothes. It was. Mm. Did house, you move? House, yeah, house husband in the works there, folding the clothes. Mm-hmm. Sure. You fold the clothes, don't uh, you? <laughs> no, I, I fucking can't be bothered to put my clothes away. Excuse me. You want to see the fucking closet? No. I <laughs> know. Oh, don't, don't be shy. Ours is terrible too. Our, our room's got crap everywhere. You're in check for the. I yeah. Am I? Is that what happens when you close to me? I think girl. Teachers, no girls don't care. About That's not true. Did you have one girl? Like, was it separated boys and yeah. girls? Oh, mm-hmm. mine wasn't. Boys and girls. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had. No, yeah. When I went to high school, yeah, it was boys and girls differently. Yeah. When I went to high school in Vegas, then it split mm-hmm. up. When I was in Oregon, still, it was all just everyone in mm-hmm. one classroom. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's a classroom. Wait, whatever. Just the gym. Why should I have a classroom too for certain things? Yeah, I mean, isn't a gym just a big classroom you ain't wrong because we had to do paperwork sometimes we do paperwork in there yeah like during midterms and stuff like yeah. you'd have to have a test oh yeah on like the rules of sports and i don't remember any of that <laughs> the easiest test yeah, yeah. I was like, remember the presidential how many quarters quarters are in a game of football how many four what was quarters a. what was that test that they had you do every like physical fitness test? beginning of the year and end of the year to see your progress like the presidential something oh because yeah the president had it like uh, i think it was bush or somebody yeah, signed yeah. a thing like you have to do a certain number of things elementary school it, it was one of the years i no, it was every year like every at least for me every year it's like they had to do activities at the start of the year like a baseline and at the end of the year to see how your improvement was yeah do you just did you just block out that horrible yeah because like, i remember doing well, yoga. Quiet, right? You're a choir kid? Yeah. Because okay, it was like, how many push-ups can you do in a minute? How okay. many sit-ups yeah. can you do in a minute? Two. How fast you can run a mile? Yeah. Just Not shit like that. Enough. Yeah. I remember do- we had to do a mile every week. Yeah, so do we. Yeah, it was awful. Up until my, my last year of gym actual class, I was a little chubby kid. Actually, I'm still a chubby kid now. Um, and it was challenging because I always wanted to do better like all the other like kids who were doing really well. And I just like, could never, I couldn't get there. And then my senior year, I did swim, and I got, like, in shape, and I could do this stuff. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't matter anymore because I don't have that class. <laughs> yeah. Poor Rob. Poor nerdy Rob. Yeah. I was poor, like, skinny. No, I was becoming a skinny kid. It was weird. Anyways, I'm not in check anymore. So I know. I, I, moved out, I moved out of it. <laughs> Is that how chess works? That's, that's what you told me, so that's what I'm going with. In like a professional chess game where one of them is just like, please don't. <laughs> Can we, that's not how I win. You're doing the thing that they're better from winning. <laughs> This is not how the simulations went. What? It's just funny because I'm like, that ah, because it's actually kind of serious. Yeah. Simulations are real. Simulations no, I said no. Are real? Cody, <laughs> we just went over this. Am I ruining your plan? Okay, well, that's not. Kind of. We're going to do this. Checkmate. It's over. No. no. Uh, I thought that was what.
knocking pieces over, man. No. No. <laughs> Is it over? Yeah, it was too complex of a situation, <laughs> and I moved the wrong piece. Because I was I was going to get you if yeah. you didn't do that, because I was going to go here. Yeah. You see, like, a little... Do we have a... Is there, like, I never listened to an actual podcast. What? I've never listened to any actual podcasts. I probably should do that. Well, like ours? Yeah. Fuck. I guess let them... Okay. Uh, is there like an intro? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Eddie made it. Oh, and nice. Angelo's made some, but I've only been using Eddie's. I was probably going to switch it up, change to one of Angelo's. I mean, if you want to make a new one, make a new I, one. I was going to say, little ukulele, like, dating. Ukulele, guitar. i got to the chords again. couple of Starbucks cups. I'm sure you can ask Eddie. Cup song? Uh-huh. No, no, not that. <laughs> so here we are. Chess is over. I beat Rob. It was getting down to the wire. And Rob I prevailed. was getting really mad. No, I wasn't getting mad. It's because like I could, I was seeing them my moves that I should have made like a second after I did my move. I'm like, damn it! And then this last one, I was like, oh, I'm so close to getting him. And then I got my hubris caught up to me, and I got. I feel like I made a weird move. Like you just didn't expect it at all. No, it well, wasn't defensive. I guess no, it was yeah. definitely just like I should get these pieces out of here, but it inadvertently put me in check as well. So I was yeah. like, shit, uh, <laughs> this nope, wrong. This is probably the most like intense chess actual talk. We've ever had, like getting into the nitty gritty about moves. Anyways, I won. Good game. You did. I think it's something like three, not to nobody winning. Uh, no, you. I think you won the first time. Oh yeah, the computer. That's right. You won the first time. Yeah. You were in your domain. My domain. Uh, so yeah, episode one thirty one. That's chess. We did some indie talk. We did some movie talk. Uh, chess is out next week. We're gonna bring Eddie back. Probably Tyler as well if he can make it. And we're going to be talking about some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Surprisingly. Another in-person podcast. Um, there might even be chess. You never know. It'll be in person, so yes. Definitely chess. <laughs> uh, check us out on iTunes. Chess Talk. Website, Chess Talk Podcast. We have a Twitter, Chess underscore talk. Um, again, check out the Nofa Show, Eddie's Brothers podcast. He's been on before. He's been on once. And I hate that he was on that episode because that was when the microphone was dying. And so that's probably the episode where we have the worst audio quality. Uh, um, but it's Logan Talk if you want to listen to it because he's a huge Wolverine fan. It was, oh, yeah. yeah, it was fun. Um, but yeah, check out their podcast. They've done three so far and they gave us a really nice shout out. And What does NOFA stand for, Cody? I don't know anymore because they've said different things. Oh. They've, they've said no one fucking agrees and no outside food allowed because I all used to work in a movie theater. So oh, I think nice. that's the actual <laughs> title. But the first thing I heard was no one fucking agrees. So it's, I like them both. Yeah, they're, they're both, both funny. They're both good. Um, yeah, they're very similar to us, just nerdy talk. They talk about the Oscars. They're talking about video games. So if you want to hear some different perspectives, check them out. Yeah. Uh, that's it for this week.